Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Uh, that loud bang you heard was uh, Mark smacking the microphone. There we go. It happens. <laughs> we just want to make sure you were awake. Yes. <laughs> How are you, man? Oh, we are uh, alive. Yeah. That, is, that is a fact. Yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday, so I'm just like... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for the weekend already. Yeah, so, yeah. but at least we're halfway there. Yeah, and yeah. it's gonna be another fun one. So, I was, I was here very late yesterday. In fact, uh, you know, we we come in and do this job. I think I've been rolling at about four thirty, five o'clock most yeah. mornings. Uh, I was here until about five twenty, five thirty yesterday. So I literally pulled the twelve hour day yesterday. It was great, but. Uh, it's some, it's, I mean, what I'm working on is some rewarding stuff and I think some of it's going to play into, you know, the morning show and, yeah. uh, you know, it's, I think it's going to lead to a lot of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I had a long day yesterday. Um, I, I somehow snuck in some apartment hunting yesterday as well. I don't uh, know how the heck you did that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I needed, well, honestly, I needed a break from work for a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's yeah. what it was. I was like, that's I'm going to go look for a new place to live. Um, it's like, I don't plan on moving until probably April or May. Yeah. Um, but I learned my lesson from when I moved here in April last year. Um, you need to start like apartment hunting months in advance. Yeah. It's pretty much necessary if you plan on actually moving. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, and, and they said that too, the couple of places I went yesterday, they were like, you know, I'm glad you're looking now to move in April or May. Cause like come even just a couple of weeks from now, that stuff's not going to be available. True. And I was like, okay, so I need to lock something down now. Um, but yeah, I went and I went and looked at a couple of places around town. Man, rent is so expensive. Like, I for those of you that own houses and and it's been a while since you rented, whew, life sucks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think the, the, let's just be honest. The average one bedroom I'm looking at is somewhere between. I think on the low end, I saw nine fifty. In the high end, I think I saw a couple one bedrooms that went for like fifteen hundred to two thousand. Those are those are pretty high end. Average cost is probably between eleven and twelve hundred dollars for a one bedroom apartment. One bedroom should be seven hundred max. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, I'm paying what I'm paying for a dorm room. <laughs> just a wide it's up just, a dorm room. It's so ridiculous, dude. Yeah. I swear. It's like I don't know where they get off charging so much. Yeah. And you have so many people living there. That's the thing, especially in Kalamazoo, because like they're, uh, she was mentioning like they're building new apartment complexes and stuff around town and they can't, like they fill up so fast. Like there's so many people moving here and also people aren't buying houses right now because yeah. it's so expensive. So they're, they're renting apartments. So they're taking up all the rental properties. Yeah. So high demand, high it's cost. It is what it is. Um, but nonetheless, I do have to move. I've got to get out of this place that I'm in. Um, so I started looking around and, 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 you know, it's, it's tough to find a place that, you know, I think I'm going to be comfortable with, especially given what I do, you know, cause yeah. like I'm going to need space. I was just telling Mark too, um, you know, I, I have a, I have a really hard time separating my workspace from my living space when I'm at home. And that's difficult too. Oh, it's so hard, man. When you want to focus on something, it's like, okay, but you've got everything around you. Right. It's like, I should be doing this work right now, but cartoons are on about 30 feet from me, you know? Like, all I have to do is walk around this corner, or in my instance, just turn around right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's right behind me. Um, but yeah, I, um, I I think I'm going to try and lock something down in the next couple of weeks, though. I, I really hope, though, I have better neighbors than I do now. Oh, yeah. They're not herding elephants, uh, you know, upstairs at 
eight o'clock. They've got to understand. <laughs> I, hopefully, I'm not going to have a Karen. Do you remember the Karen that came and oh, gosh, wanted to yeah. look at my apartment for the because I had the black the blackout curtain up on my window? <sighs> what are you doing in there? I'm cooking meth, lady. What's wrong yeah, with you? Come on. <laughs> Making crack out here. <laughs> I go to sure sleep. It's, I go to sleep at seven o'clock, and in the summer, the sun doesn't set until midnight. So, okay. Ah. <laughs> I kind of. Would darkness. you give me some space? <laughs> I just need to see the window, ma'am. My apartment is like thirty feet wide. You can see the entire apartment from the door. <laughs> I can literally see the creation of the universe in the morning. Uh, but no, I, I do, I do hope I have some cool neighbors where I move next to, because I, I have been begging to find a place <laughs> where I can like turn my music up a little bit, you yeah. know, cause I got the new stereo. I got the new speakers. I'm just, I, I, so, I pushed the limit a little bit the other day. What's your, what's your criteria for a good neighbor? Well, they have to be cool with me blasting music at weird hours, <laughs> i.e. three to four o'clock in the morning. And then they also can't be hurting elephants above me after like seven o'clock at night because that's my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> during the week, during weekends, fine. We'll go out and party on the weekends. Like I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, during the weekdays, I gotta sleep, yo. <laughs> Just gotta make sure that apartment doesn't accept emotional therapy elephants. <laughs> Because then you don't have a choice. <laughs> right, exactly. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock, a morning show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Mark, I have a question for you. Yeah. Why does Guy Fieri hate Kalamazoo? Why does I he didn't know he... <laughs> Why did he say he hates us? Why does he hate Western Michigan? He's never been here. Ever. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. He hasn't been here. What's keeping Guy Fieri and Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dies from coming to the west side of the state? I have what's, no idea. What's so attractive would, about Lansing and Detroit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you would imagine that, I don't know, he'd pop over here at some point. I mean, understandably, you know, even before I got here, like yeah. my perception of Michigan was the UP, bunch of Upers yeah. who wear mountain man clothing and coonskin hats and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> walking around in, in rifles wearing furs and, and Detroit. Like, that was kind of my perception before I moved here. Yeah. But, I mean, Guy has been to Michigan. He's been to Lansing, which is center part of the state, south central part of the state. Like, he knows there's more out here. And he he does this in other states. Why does he avoid us? What's his I thing? don't know. I don't know if he's got beef with Kalamazoo or southwest Michigan or what. Yeah. I mean, or we're... Like, in between Detroit and Chicago. So, it's like, bro, just swing through. If he's driving to Chicago from Detroit, which I'm sure he has in that Camaro, like, he literally has to drive through here. Yeah. So. I'd say come through. The numbers say that he at least has been through here, but he's never stopped. So, why does Guy Fieri not want to bring diners, drive-ins, and dives to Western Michigan, specifically to Kalamazoo? Um, I don't know. But I'm I'm extending a personal invite to him because yeah. I feel like we have a ton to offer here that he can definitely latch onto. Because I know he's been to a, he's been to a ton of little teeny tiny towns across the country. He's been to like two places in Kansas with populations less than a thousand people. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and then we have Kalamazoo here. Who, who I mean, we honestly have some incredible places for him to go. Um, and, and you have to keep in mind like the, the places he goes to in diners, drive-ins, and dives are usually like off the wall, definitely not fancy kind of dining 
places True. that have like some kind of like signature food item. Yeah, you know, something that stands out. You walk in and you ask somebody, "What should I get?" And they're like, "Oh, this." And like ninety percent of the people say, "Yes, get this." Yep. You know. What I mean, if you were going to suggest a place to Guy Fieri in Kalamazoo that would just get him here, you know, be like, this is what's going to get Guy Fieri to come to Kalamazoo. What would it be? Oh, man, that's putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, I would definitely say Bilbo's. Yeah. Because okay. one, it's a Hobbit themed restaurant. <laughs> well, he likes, location, he likes the weird, unique place, the, things, the, too. The original location on West Nidge, from what I know, apparently was, like, heavily Hobbit-themed. This, yeah. you know, the one on a Stadium, not so much. They do have a cool stained glass Hobbit thing in, in the front. But yeah. their pizza, I mean, yeah, mm, <laughs> that is uh, that is my go-to. Well, the I don't know if you've had the dill dip. No, I haven't yet. Oh, you're yeah. missing out. Actually, I have not been to Bilbo's yet. That's uh, that's oh. a place we need to go. There's a t- that's the yeah. thing. There's a ton of places that even I, I've I've been here almost a year now, and I there's a ton of places I haven't even been yet that I need to go. Yep, well, you same know? here too. So I mean, we still need to do that kind of stuff. But there's plenty of places that Guy Fieri could be going here in town. You know? Yeah. Like he he loves those those crazy little tiny places. I think he would love the root beer stand. Yeah. You know, those are just simple, clean, great hot dogs, awesome made root beer. And literally a drive-in. Right, <laughs> right. Um, you know, take them to Shakespeare's, which is a, a pub with nachos the size of your head. True. You know, um, Green Top Tavern, that's literally a bar that makes some of the best food in town. Like, I, there's plenty of places for him to go to. We just need to coax him to get here. We just need to coax him to get here. Do you have this on the Rocker app? Yes, it is up on the Rocker app. I want you to look through the list and see if if uh, you agree with the list or if you've got some other options for somebody yeah. to coax Guy Fieri into Southwest Michigan. We seriously need to get him here, you know? Tag him on that tweet. That's right. We need to be the next. WRKR, Portage, Battle Creek, Kalamazoo, 107.7 RKR, The Rocker, a town square media station. It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Day on The Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five... Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today. Mark's asking the questions. I'm answering. And our good friend Hank is on the phone with us to help me out today. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, getting started on my day. Hey, perfect, dude. All right, Hank. Well, you got the chance to help Meatball out here and get him the first victory of the year, I believe, in, That's the, Daily Five, in the Daily Five trivia game. If not... Mm. I'm going to uh, make the first of three necessary wins to win the week. So, we'll All right. I'll do my best. Hey, all right. We'll see what we can make happen here. So let's get this rolling. Literally. Spinning the wheel here. And it is general knowledge. Okay. Oh, Meatball, you asked me about some phobias. Uh-huh. Now the tables have turned. Ah, uh, how the turns have tables. Yes. <laughs> what is the fear of being without your mobile phone call? <laughs> is it is it nomophobia, telephobia, or quartzophobia? I thought you said nomophobia. No and I was like, like no more phobia. That's <laughs> funny. No, it's nomophobia, telephobia, or quartzophobia. Telephobia sounds like you're afraid of the phone. I, I, 
that seems like an obvious choice to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an old phobia about my phone. <laughs> right? Man, I wish I had a phobia of my phone, you know? I need to put it down more often. <laughs> Quartzophobia, let's see, quartz is a is a is a stone. That's a jewel or or, or... it's well quartz technology with oh mobile phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um Nomophobia is funny. Telephobe is kind of obvious. I don't know. It'd be one of the first two, I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 50-50, Hank. What do you think? Let's go with what you thought. With, uh, with uh, telephobia? Yeah. All right, let's go with telephobia. No, no, I thought oh, you said the Oh, nomopho- nomophobia. Yeah, yeah. No, I confused myself. Yeah, nomophobia. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that one. It is nomophobia. <laughs> nomophobia. That's that's great. So I don't uh, I don't know if telephobia is even a thing. No, so. that, that just seems like you're afraid of the phone. Right. Exactly. All right. Question number two in the category of animals: What is the loudest animal in the world? Is it a green grocer cicada, a blue whale, or a tiger tiger pistol shrimp? <laughs> You know, I think I've seen this on, uh, like, one of them animal planets or something. Uh-huh. And I was thinking it was a shrimp. The, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm actually split between two because I actually just read something the other day about the blue whale. Because um, uh-huh. I have a lot of those, like, animal facts things that shows up on my, uh, yeah. on my Facebook feed because I read zoo books when I was a kid and loved them. Yeah. Um, the blue whale's heart, the blue whale's heartbeat can be heard from two miles away. Yeah. So they're huge and they're very loud. Yeah. The sperm whale has the loudest call in the ocean, but you didn't mention that in there. The shrimp, I know, that's the one that like it literally will release. It hits so hard it releases a shockwave that will stun whatever it's trying yeah. to attack. Maybe that's what I was thinking. But I, I but I think you're right. I think the loudest noise. Oh man, it could be the cicada. I'm I'm actually going to stick with you, Hank. Though I'm going to go with the shrimp. Okie dokie. Because Final. because of the 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 punch that it does and the shockwave, I'm sticking with the shrimp. Final answer. Final answer. Yes. It is the tiger <laughs> pistol shrimp, uh, a mere two centimeters long. It's a prawn. It's capable of snapping its claw shut so rapidly it creates a bubble which collapses yes. to produce a sonic blast louder than a Concord sonic boom. Good. All right. So, yeah, uh, pretty freaking loud. If I remember right, too, if they do it in the dark, when it compresses, you can actually see light from it. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, here I'm you a go, big Meatball. Old nerd. Meatball, this might be the win for you right, right now. Science is the category. The circulatory system in a human body is roughly how long laid out flat? These are some stupid oh, numbers. Oh, you're not giving me. Oh, I thought you were going to. Yeah, yeah. These are some <laughs> stupid numbers. 250 miles long, 20,000 miles long, or 60,000 miles long. Good Lord. 220 or 60,000? 250 miles. Or two, 250. 20,000 miles, 60,000. Whoa. I, I don't know. I think it would be the least one. I don't think it's that dang long. Let's see. Circulatory circulatory is blood, right? Blood vessels. Yeah, yeah. blood vessels and, and veins and all that kind of stuff. If laid out end to end, 
Yeah, I as much as I think those huge numbers would be cool, I think it's 250 miles. Right, Hank? I know, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, 250 miles seems like a lot already. Yeah. Let's go with that final answer. Oh, wow. Ah. 60,000 miles Holy long. Wow. <laughs> I won't even walk the distance of my own circulatory <laughs> system in my entire life. Exactly. All Isn't that packed into your little body. <laughs> oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Well, hey, you guys are still close. Two questions. You only need one right. And this one is in the category of geography. All right. Roughly, how much of the Earth's water is accessible fresh water? Is it only 1% of the Earth's water, 2.5%, or 5%? Oh, it's a very low number, obviously. And I, I want to say the majority, like, the, the Great Lakes actually hold a majority of it. It's like a very large portion of that. Huh. I would... Let's go in the middle because I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? One, five, and what was the middle one? One, 2.5, and five. So literally in the middle. 2.5%. I, oh man, I may regret this, Hank, but I actually, for whatever reason, 5% has stuck out in my brain. Sounds good to me. Because <laughs> I, I don't got a positive answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, 5% stuck out of my brain when you said it, and I'm going to stick with that final answer, 5%. Now, uh, now here's the thing. Right, wasn't he? It was 1%. Oh, wow. So, so the, the total amount of water that is fresh water in the uh -huh. world is 2.5%. Okay. But the accessible fresh water oh, is 1%. Oh, accessible. Oh. That makes sense. So the other 1.5 is in glaciers and like areas gotcha. we can't necessarily get yeah. into. But oh, Meatball, you are so close. You can taste victory, but you need the final question. And on the topic of taste, right. the final question is food. Oh. McDonald's once made bubble gum flavored like what? Is it chocolate ice cream, French fries, or broccoli? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, you, can, can I get a date on it? Like when that would have happened? No. Do you have that? Okay. I do not have that in All right. Otherwise, I would have hooked it up. Okay, okay, okay. Because if, if if it were more recent, I would say it was a ploy to taste more like the French fries. Because that seems like a weird, stupid, like odd thing marketing item that, you know, somebody would do these days, you know? If it's an older type of thing, I would guess that it was the, what was the first one? Chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream. I would assume if it were earlier on in McDonald's history, it would be like chocolate ice cream to like, you know, serve as a dessert for the kids and Happy Meals. You right. Know? I'm trying to look up when this was. But something right out of the blue would be broccoli. Oh, yeah. It'd be like, oh, <laughs> you know, here, parents, give your kids, learn to love the taste of broccoli. Give them this gum. Uh, or yeah, you know you ain't getting no vegetables here, so here's some vegetables. <laughs> Onion, onions are vegetables. Oh, yeah. Diced. <laughs> I guess pickles kind of count too. Yeah. I can't find when this was meatball. Okay. I'm trying to look for you, but I'm not seeing anything. Man, I Hank is totally right. It could it could honestly be any one of those three for any number of marketing purposes. 
the one that seems the most logical and sensical, and I would assume this is something, because I don't ever remember McDonald's doing this in my lifetime. So it, I, I don't would ass, either. I would assume it would be earlier when McDonald's wasn't as, as massive as it is. It makes more sense for it to be chocolate ice cream. I agree with you. And I'm going to stick with that as my final answer. Meatball does oh, not no. get the victory. If you tell me it was broccoli, I'm I'm walking out of the studio. As a ploy to try to get children to eat their vegetables. I was right on the broccoli. Me. No oh, my gosh. That's the worst way to get people. That's that's not uh-huh. only a way to make kids hate vegetables, but also hate chewing gum. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe it, Meatball. You were on the cusp. You had the first two questions right, and you just Man. could not follow it up. But it uh, looks like we're going to game number four tomorrow. But, Hank, either way, you're a winner today. You got a four-pack of tickets to see the K-Wings this weekend, my friend. All right. I appreciate that. I'll put them to good use. All right. Good <laughs> deal. Do. Always good to talk to you, Hank. We appreciate you playing with us. Alrighty, take care. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, that's that's how we do things. Uh we're <laughs> doing things. Well, we're doing a lot of things on Fridays, but one of the things that we do is the dining deals, and we are basically partnering with a lot of great local restaurants, and they are hooking it up for you guys. They know that uh, you guys know how important it is supporting local business, and Mm -hmm. that's why they want to scratch your back. So every week, we're going to be partnering with a new restaurant. And we are going to be uh, having them offer you guys $50 gift certificates for only $25. That's $25 in free food. Uh, You're going to go out and you're going to spend money on on dining out anyways. Take advantage of this. We Mm -hmm. announce the new dining deal partnership every Friday. And last after nine week, o'clock. yeah, at, at nine o'clock in the nine o'clock hour, like right after nine, we're going to tell you what it is. But listen, I think what was it last Friday? We sold out of our dining deal in about mm-hmm. like six hours. Yeah, Viva so Fajita sold out in a work day. A hundred of these sold in like six hours. So mm-hmm. this is this is why you got to listen. Make sure and nine o'clock is a party on Friday anyways because oh, we have first beer. We talk about our dining deals. It's it's just going to be a wild time. So you guys just need to hang out with us in the mm-hmm. nine o'clock hour on Friday and make sure you're listening for that dining deals. Absolutely. We had uh, Urbelli's a couple weeks ago. Last week was Viva Fajitas. And man, last week was a lot of fun because they came in here, not just because they came, came in to hang out with us and talk about the dining deals. Yeah. Uh, they had first beer of the weekend with us too, yeah. which, you know, we were comparing how the beer would, would pair with their food what? and stuff. But then they also brought us a ton of food. And let me just tell you, Viva Fajitas is now on my list as a regular <laughs> spot to go eat. But we've got a new dining deal. We've got a new partnership this week. We're looking yep. forward to talking to them. And if you've never been there before, well, you get a little bit of an insight what their place is all about, what yeah. they've got going on. Uh, let me tell you, uh, this is probably going to be one of my favorites. So, <laughs> like I said, we'll we'll let you know exactly who is in here because we're going to be talking to them yep. on Friday. So make sure you're hanging out with us at 9 o'clock. We'll let you know what the dining deal is. They'll tell you all about their food, and we will let you know how to get your hands on this $50 gift certificate for only 25 bucks on the Rocker. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Rocker Morning Show thanks you for sticking with us for 35 years. I thank you. It's Kalamazoo's Rock Station. 1077 RK.
RKR. Calvin's News Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And hey, Mark Frank House. Um, Mark, what is, what the hell is this? <laughs> okay, let me, let me just start. Okay, let me just put this disclaimer out there. Okay. I don't care what religion you practice. As long as you're not interfering or endangering anyone else's way of life. Right. You can believe whatever you want to believe. Uh -huh. I mean, personally, I believe in the OG boy story of Paul Bunyan getting slapped with a walleye, causing him to fall and having his ass in prep form <laughs> Red Lake in Minnesota. Incredible That's story on the Rocker app. Go read it. Exactly. But. I think the one religion we can all follow is the religion of rock and roll. Yes. And that has been tainted by a church in Ohio. What? There is a couple who call themselves Two for Christ. Okay. And they have changed the lyrics of Eye of the Tiger and turned it into a Christian song. Oh, no. And it is... God awful. Oh no. Uh, it is terrible. Is it? I mean, uh, I would assume of, with it well, being a church thing, I could play it on air. Yeah. I find it hilarious that this says two for Christ, eye of the tiger, and in parentheses, Christian version. They didn't spell Christian right. Kirsch, <laughs> Christian Okay, it's version. Christian version. I, just putting this out there, I don't uh, think we needed the parenthetical note that it was a Christian version because right. you listen to these lyrics. Oh my, and the worst part is they're lip syncing. That's the oh worst part God. about it all. Like the, the guy's rapping over oh, the verse. They're not even like singing it live. No, it's okay. you could totally tell it's I'm assuming in. because this is from a church. Like I can turn this up and we can play it. Right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Easily. I've got it. In, it's playing off a of TikTok right now. So it's going to be in the middle of it, but of the tiger. Okay, we got Eye of the Tiger there. And now he's shaking his ass and flexing his glutes. With Satan <laughs> Don't budge an inch, he'll take my oath. And then he just starts spitting bars. Whoa, why was she trying to hit him in the crotch? What was that? She's talking about Satan right now. This guy's like jacked up too. He's like running around the church. What is happening right now? I don't know. He's just taking off. Oh, they're terrible lip syncers too. I'm telling you, the whole thing is lip sync, and it's hilarious. But I think really the worst part about is the fact that he's rapping over the verse. Oh, now he's just high fiving everybody. Yeah, he's running through the crowd like the Ultimate Warrior, and he's just high fiving people. <laughs> If this okay, so like if this came on, if oh, somebody totally were just left playing, that guy hanging. If 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 this just came on, you yeah. know, on the radio or something like that, it, I wouldn't notice it right away. Probably, I'd be yeah. like, "Well, that sounds different." Right. Obviously, you know, it, with a woman singing it too, you know, it, it changes the sound of it. But I'd be like, oh, that's "So a, lip syncing." Here he goes. Right, He's about to rap again. Okay, okay, He's about okay. to rap. He's chucking t-shirts out into the crowd. A leader in Christ, don't follow with the herd. He's not even holding the mic to his mouth. <laughs> he missed. He missed his intro. Never walk by sight. With the armor of God, you'll never lose the fight. Oh my! All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Oh my gosh! Again, this is not a shot at anybody who who celebrates Christianity, and you do it in your own way. You know, you celebrate in your own way. But don't touch Eye of the Tiger. I can see why they picked Eye of the Tiger, like the I, message in the yeah, song. But, like, but this guy is 
way too hyped for the version that they're singing. Like he's bouncing around, he's high-fiving, he's running down the hall like he's the ultimate warrior, high-fiving people, shaking the ropes, chucking t-shirts into the crowd. <laughs> Read the room a little. Listen, you know? listen, I this is this is maybe a little blasphemous, but if I if Jesus came back today and he saw that, and then he heard the original version of Eye of the Tiger, <laughs> I can guarantee you he would not be on board with this. Let's just be thankful they will never touch Judas Priest. <laughs> Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. All right, we've had a lot of news happen this morning that we're going to go over real quick. So yeah. let's just get this over with here. Quick recap of what we've got in the past 12 hours. First, about 20 minutes ago, Tom Brady announcing that he is officially, really, most definitely done playing football. He's retiring. Allegedly. So <laughs> we'll check back in about a month to see what team he's going to play for next season right um also late last night early this morning we got word from ozzy osbourne he's still alive yes so don't freak out there okay but he has made the decision to end touring um he's tried everything possible to get himself back into good health so he could you know tour with his new albums had some dates in europe scheduled with judas priest lined up but he, he released a statement last night that unfortunately it, it just hasn't been enough and he still wants to perform, but his days of standard tour scheduling are done. That is very unfortunate. Bummer there. Yeah, but uh, we did get some, since we're talking about a Hall of Famer, let's talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which we got the nominees for 2023 this morning. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, this year, these are some of the artists that you could see inducted into the Hall of Fame. Ready? Yes. Kate Bush. Off to a bad start. Mm -hmm. Cheryl Crow. Missy Elliott, Iron Maiden, yeah, Joy go. Division slash New Order, hmm. Cindy Lauper, George hmm. Michael, hmm. Willie Nelson, hmm. Rage Against the Machine, hmm. Soundgarden, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, White Stripes, and Warren Zevon. Ha! Huh. So now I find it funny that the Rock Hall issued a statement yesterday. Defining their mission statement on, like, <laughs> redefining their mission statement on what they consider to be rock. Oh, boy. And then today we get a list of artists nominees for 2023 that's only about half rock artists. Because, I mean, Kate Bush, Kate Bush is pop music. Sheryl Crow, you could, I mean, you could make the argument that Sheryl Crow is there, I guess. Blurring lines. Missy, Elliot, no. Joy Division, alternative but uh, all right cindy lopper pop willie country spinners that's an r&b group like, yeah that's an old school r&b group tribe called quest hip-hop like it the rock hall has become this thing where an entity called the rock and roll hall of fame just gets dragged every year for not including more rock artists right. in their halls like, we all make fun of it every single year, especially anybody who actually is involved in the rock genre. Well, rock, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has been weird for a while. Yeah. Um, Started out okay, you know? I didn't mind. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't mind that, like, you know, a Michael Jackson got in or something to that effect, you know? Because, like, there's, there's that element of, like, okay, mostly rock artists and then rock and roll persona, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, um, Eddie Van Halen played a guitar solo for Michael Jackson. So, like, he was clearly part of the rock world. Yeah. 
But some of these guys, like... Uh, I just... My issue is not what they stand for, yeah. but their methods. Yeah. So, like, when I was talking to Gary Malibur, who was longtime drummer for Steve Miller Band, mm. uh, he was playing with AJ Croce after, um, after a show. We were hanging out with him. Right. And he was telling us how uh, he was basically told, like, hey, we're getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. They only had a number of tickets to attend. I think he said there was only four tickets. Wow. The other tickets were $10,000 if they wanted <laughs> to participate God. in their own induction ceremony. He was going to have to pay ten grand, And it's like, but you're inducting... I was like, but they were inducting the Steve Miller band. Yeah. The band. Not just Steve Miller, the guitarist. They were inducting the, the band, band. And you were the drummer on all those big 80s hits, like Rockin' Me and Abracadabra. Like, yeah. all that stuff. I was like, how are they going to make you pay for your own induction? And he was like, <laughs> I, yeah. I just didn't go. And it was, he said it was a bummer because... The Black Keys, the the drummer, like that's why he was so excited when they were inducting Steve Miller. Yeah, and Steve Miller gave him the business, like at oh, the should've. Rock and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame. Like, so I it's just I've gotten to the point where I feel like there should this should have been settled a long time ago. There should be just one criteria to ever even be considered for the Rock Hall of Fame, and that's you have to have charted on a rock chart at some point. You know, that makes, and before, okay, that before, makes the, sense. before all the like split genre charts and stuff, like I, I get that there was a certain date when some of that stuff started. Yeah. But most of the artists now that are getting nominated, rock charts existed. Mm-hmm. So I think you if you just have to have charted on a rock chart. I don't even care if it's in the top hundred. You know what? That's fine. All yeah. right. But no way, Willie and the Spinners. There's no way they were ever on a rock chart. I don't think so, no. honestly. I and just, then, and then you were telling me about the Iron Maiden situation. Like, this is their second year for being nominated, but Bruce Dickinson has flat out said, no. "Yeah, yeah." He he was just like, "Well, it's kind of like a museum. Why would you induct us into a museum when we're still making music? Yeah, it's just kind of pointless to right. put them in there. And obviously, if they." You know, get inducted. They've got to go through the whole, oh, thank you so much. We appreciate this, even though yeah. they really don't. <laughs> so if you want to read the whole list and all the backlash and, and replies and stuff, it is up on the Rocker app right now, and you can laugh along with us. <laughs> Out of the deepest corners and the darkest ends of this world, from the Michigan Dockman to Bigfoot, the Melonheads of Allegan County, and people from Ohio. This is Weird Ass Wednesdays. <laughs> All right, Mark, so I promised you some uh, Bigfoot news today. Yeah, what's going on? So you and I have talked extensively about cryptids. You know, we write a lot about uh-huh. Bigfoot because there's a lot of Bigfoot sightings in Michigan, right? Oh, yeah. But some potentially heartbreaking news for Sasquatch enthusiasts. What? A data analyst named Flo Foxen <laughs> thinks he has debunked the existence of Bigfoot just by using math and data. <laughs> Okay. Now, if you'd like to follow along with this, there are some visual aids to support this on the Rocker app right now. But basically, Flo believes that Big Feet 
can be uh, explained by comparing Bigfoot sightings with bear populations. That makes no sense. He believes for every one Sasquatch sighting, there are at least 900 black bears living in that area, meaning that somebody just sees a black bear and they confuse it, like it's standing up or something. Yeah. They confuse it for a Bigfoot. And he believes that's all of them. He does provide a map, okay, which is up on, again, the article on the Rocker app. And yes, there are some coincidences, especially in Canada, but none of them are concrete. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think... Uh Bigfoot subscribes to the idea of equations and yeah. mathematics yeah. and coagulations. So, let, so let's break this down just for Michigan in particular, okay? Because this is where I think I can prove him wrong in his theory. All right. Yes, black bears and big feet live in similar environments, right? Yeah. Mostly thick, wooded areas. So it stands to reason that in Michigan, we would see them in the same places, especially in the Upper Peninsula and parts of the upper, lower peninsula, specifically the northeast part, right? Uh -huh. They seem to line up. Now, I have two maps for you on this site, on the, on the article. One is the black bear population, and one is Sasquatch sightings, right? Uh -huh. Sightings in the UP and the northern part of the lower peninsula line up. But take a look at the southeast part of the map there, Mark. What do you see? Oh. Ooh, I'm seeing a big difference here. They don't line up. There are a, there is a much higher ratio of Sasquatch sightings to bear population yeah. in Southeast Michigan. This negates all of Mr. Flo's data. Debunking Bigfoot. Well, that's another thing too, is like <laughs> there's only been a handful of Bigfoot sightings in Kalamazoo, but mm. there's a woman who actually, she alleged that... Allegedly. She had a 10-year relationship with Bigfoot. Oh. Like, not romantic, oh, but like... Okay. um, Sorry to bust your dreams out there, anybody. <laughs> um, no, her and Bigfoot, like, she encountered Bigfoot twice over the course of 10 years, and I, I guess she's a school teacher in the area, okay. so she remained anonymous because she didn't want that interfering yeah, sure. with her work, but sure, yeah, she, the detailed accounts that she has, it's up there on the Rocker app. I mean, it's... Now, here's the deal. I don't know. It's, it's pretty convincing to here's, me. Here's the deal. Mr. Flo Foxen can put out all the data he wants, but you want to know what I really think this is? Oh, oh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think we are on the same page. I think... Mr. Flo Fuchsen is yeah. just a spy, part I'm, of Big Sasquatch. I was going to say, I bet you it is Sasquatch. Yeah, the major Sasquatch organization out there putting out false data to turn us away from the truth. Trying to throw us off our trail. Keep us, stop us from looking for more of them, right? In fact, I'll go one deeper. It's Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. After living with the Hendersons for a while in their home... He learned about the internet, and now he's doing what he can to protect his kind by providing this proof that Sasquatch doesn't exist, and we'll quit searching for him. I see you, Harry. I'm on to you, big Sasquatch. Allegedly. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. All right, you stumbled across something on your way into work this morning, Mark, that's potentially exciting stuff, right? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I was a little confused because oh. uh, I've heard rumors, and I'm going to talk about this uh, tomorrow. Okay. Um, 
that there is a new business that's going to be taking over another business. So oh, I'm going to on Gall Road in Kalamazoo. Okay. I'll have more on this when I have some a little bit more detailed information mm-hmm. about what's happening to the old business. Okay. But as I'm driving past, I just, I took a look. You know where um, Great Wall is, right? Yeah, yeah. On Gall Road. I looked and I, I was trying to look like for any signage up there. Well, then it, something that caught me completely off guard is Samuel Mancino's is reopening in the spring. Oh. So, okay. yeah, they're going to be reopening. They're going to have a brand new owner and a brand new staff. And oh. they're promising Kalamazoo to give them the best that they have. So, I don't know why they closed down originally. Something tells me it had something to do with ownership or staff okay. issues. Yeah. Uh, but I thought when they were closing down, it was going to be permanent. And so when did they else. when did they close down? Was this only was... a couple of months ago? Like maybe three, oh, like okay, two, okay. three months ago. Okay. So I noticed that they were shut down, and I don't know if there was like even a for rent sign up. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was like. I was driving, it was like 3.30 in the morning, and I drove past, and I see a huge banner that says, reopening. So we got everything you, everything we know about this right now up on the Rocker mm-hmm. app. You can see the signage. Um, I don't I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> I thought that they were going to get replaced by something. I'm happy that they're at least reopening. Yeah. Have you eaten there? Like oh, it's, yeah. It's good stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mantino's actually started on the east side of the state, near oh. where I grew up, about like 30 minutes East of where I grew up. What would you say, like comparatively to, like it? It really has its own flavor. Like their grinders okay. and their pizza are really good. Ooh, uh, right. It's just a, yeah, I don't know. I I can't really compare it to anything else. Like trying to think of like, yeah, I I if somebody's I got a be, good, if somebody's got a good comparison, hit us up in the chat. Yeah, I'd be on the rocker app. I wouldn't want to disrespect one or the other. Right, trying to compare it, but it's just straight up good pizza. And grinders. Okay. So, and they got like good salads too. So, okay. Yeah. There's so many good pizza places around here. I dude. know. I need to make the tour. There's a couple places we were talking earlier about Bilbo's. We were talking about yeah. uh, places that Guy Fieri should be going to. Um, how does this show always turn into talking about food? Because we're running it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. I've, uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I've I've been eating food my whole life. (laughs) And I just, I don't know. To look at you, I would have never known that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm happy that they're at least returning, man, that they're not completely shutting down. Um, But yeah, you can see the signage up there on the Rocker app and uh, look forward to them reopening. And then we'll have to introduce you to Mancino.